Healthcare spending in the United States could exceed $7 trillion by 2031. The American Medical Association hammers out its priorities, including recommendations for the use of AI in prior authorizations and a campaign to reform the Medicare payment rate at its annual conference. And New York becomes the latest state to extend postpartum Medicaid coverage. It's Friday, June 16th. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson, and this is Just Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines and health business and policy news in 10 minutes or less. As a note to our listeners, the podcast will be off this upcoming Monday in observance of the Juneteenth federal holiday. We'll be back on Tuesday to share my conversation with Dan Codner, CEO of Health Hospitality Partners, or HHP, a company that works with hospitals to maximize the value of their lobby and retail spaces to improve employee satisfaction, amongst other aims. That's on Tuesday. The United States is expected to spend nearly $7.2 trillion on health care by 2031, according to research released Wednesday by the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. The report from CMS's Office of the Actuary, which is independent from agency leaders, projects that health care spending will increase by an average of 5.4 percent every year through 2031, and it will outpace GDP, which is expected to grow by an average of 4.6%. 6% per year. At that growth rate, healthcare expenditures will account for around 20% of the nation's gross domestic product in 2031. Or, more simply, one out of every $5 in 2031 will be spent on healthcare. CMS's actuaries projected that hospital spending will increase annually around 5.8 percent over that same time period and will account for around $2.3 trillion in 2031. That's higher by comparison to the projected annual increase for physician and clinical services, which they estimate will increase at around an average of 5.3 percent every year and account for $1.4 trillion in spending in 2031. Private sector businesses and households are anticipated to pay around 51 percent of total health care expenditures in 2031, which is less than their current share. This is likely due in part to the aging of the population into Medicare. Medicare is expected to grow the fastest over the next nine years among major payers, averaging 7.5 percent every year. The American Medical Association wrapped its annual House of Delegates meeting in Chicago on Wednesday. It's at this meeting that the organization approves new policies. This week, AMA delegates voted on a range of issues, including advocating for changes to the Medicare payment system, making recommendations for the use of AI in health care, and taking stances on public health issues, including calls for greater gun control regulation and shifting away from the long-used body mass index, or B. BMI measurement. On Medicare payments, delegates approved what they called a multi-pronged campaign to overhaul what the AMA says is an outdated system. Delegates argued that patient access and the survival of physician practices are at risk, citing Medicare payment cuts, ongoing inflation, and increasing practice costs. As of Thursday, no other specifics were released about that campaign. 
AMA delegates also adopted a policy that calls for more regulatory oversight of the use of AI in prior authorizations. The group uses the term augmented intelligence in lieu of artificial intelligence. It said in a statement that it supports the use of AI automation to speed up the prior authorization process and cut down on the administrative work required by physicians, but argued that private health insurers' use of AI leads to more claims denials. On the public health front, the delegates voted to push for new state and federal laws that more tightly regulate firearms, including strengthening background checks and preventing the sale of multiple guns to the same purchaser within a five-day time period. They also voted to adopt a new policy that encourages physicians to not exclusively rely on body mass index or BMI in favor of other tests and measures when assessing a patient's health and weight. In a statement, the association acknowledged what it said was the historical harm of BMI, citing its use for racist exclusion. It noted that BMI is significantly correlated with the amount of fat mass in the general population but is less predictable when applied to individuals. The AMA now recommends that physicians measure visceral fat, body composition, and genetic and metabolic factors instead of relying solely on BMI. As a note, I spoke with newly inaugurated AMA president Dr. Jesse Ehrenfeld on the podcast this Monday. You can find our conversation at justhealthcare.com. New York is the latest state to expand Medicaid coverage for postpartum individuals from the federally mandated 60 days to a full year, according to an announcement from the Department of Health and Human Services on Tuesday. New York's expansion will grant an additional 26,000 state residents eligibility to receive Medicaid and Children's Health Insurance Program benefits for a full year following pregnancy. A majority of states, now 35, plus the District of Columbia, have extended coverage for postpartum individuals through 2023's Consolidated Appropriations Act, which made provisions for extended coverage through the American Rescue Plan permanent. With the addition of New York, around 509,000 Americans have access to extended postpartum coverage. The Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services said that if all states adopted this option, as many as 720,000 people could be eligible. Medicaid covers 41 percent of all births in the United States. By extending this coverage, it's possible that the United States could bring down its rate of maternal mortality. According to the CDC, 53% of pregnancy-related deaths occur between one week and one year after giving birth. Recent data shows that more than 1,200 people died of maternal causes in the U.S. in 2021. That's up from 861 deaths in 2020 and 754 deaths in 2019. This is Just Healthcare Daily. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, please leave us a rating or a review. It helps other listeners find the program. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news at justhealthcare.com. You can also get these insights emailed directly to your inbox when you subscribe to our newsletter, The Weekly Gist. The GIST Healthcare Podcast is an independent production of GIST Healthcare, a Kaufman Hall company.